Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. and well we don't bear responsibility for a broken system and we're doing a tremendous amount within that broken system but fundamentally fundamentally congress is the only one who can fix it he bears no responsibility oh i'm sorry was i supposed to talk about the chiefs beating the 49ers in overtime yeah it happened i moved on i've got the secretary of homeland security alejandro mayorkas saying that he bears no responsibility for a broken system while also saying in the same interview with Meet the Press that it's him regarding Remain in Mexico and it's him who engaged the termination of the policy. A few things about Remain in Mexico. First of all, it depends upon uh, Mexico's agreement. And Mexico has articulated publicly that it will not allow the, the re-implementation of Remain in Mexico, number one. Number two, it's been challenged in the courts. And number three, remember something, that Remain in Mexico was implemented in January of 2019. Yeah. In 2019, there was almost a 100% increase in the number of encounters at our southwest border over 2018. There's no doubt that 2019 was a bigger number. What does that have to do with Remain in Mexico? And what is this conversation about Mexico having a say in it? Why don't they implement Remain in Central America? If they would implement that, everything would be better. Mexico could be a friend or not a friend. I don't know. Did I say hello, Tony Katz? 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you in the what is happening around me category. The news comes out on Friday, you can catch the story at WIBC.com, that Jefferson Shreve, who ran for mayor of Indianapolis, is now running for Congress in the 6th District. I, I have no idea, no idea what I am supposed to make of this. He spent $13 million dollars on the mayor's race to work with a group of people who had absolutely no idea how to win in Indianapolis. Now the question is, who is his team for Congress? This is the race uh, where Greg Pence has decided not to run for re-election. Uh, you've got uh, people in in that race, according uh, to the IBJ. Sid Mahant is in that race, Jameson Carrier. Uh, you have uh, State Senator Jeff Ratz, Darren Childress. Uh, and uh, state rep Mike Speedy. Speedy was first in to that race. I get it, Speedy. It's funny. Uh, he was first into that race. So this does change things. It absolutely does because he can outspend. He can outspend. 
He just has to choose to. But again, there's a difference between a primary and a general. Well, it's the 6th District. If you win the primary there uh, as a Republican, most likely you're going to win the general as well. Why is he running? What is the what is, what is the platform? I have many, many questions, and I don't have a single answer. And as for Merrick Garland, the attorney general, still has a job. Because the question as of Friday was, is Joe Biden going to fire him? Is Joe Biden going to fire Merrick Garland for allowing the special counsel to release the findings. They didn't have to be released. Not at all. They were released. That's the story. That's the whole story. That they were released. So, you know, maybe Merrick Garland wasn't going to have a job anymore. Maybe Merrick Garland was doing the bidding of the Democratic Party, trying to get Biden out. Oh, Biden doesn't look like he's going, though. That's the point. Biden shouldn't have a say in this. The people should. Joe Biden can't run a country. And for everybody over the weekend on social media who is screaming, but Trump, you're the problem. Your answer to Trump is don't vote for him. The only answer for Joe Biden is he can't be allowed to be in charge. He's an old man with a poor memory or an elderly man, a nice elderly man with a poor memory. I believe that's what the special counsel said. Oh, we don't believe special counsel reports now? Okay, good to know. The ca- the cabinet should already be uh, convened and he should be removed. And the people who don't think so are radically political. Oh, wait till you hear the radically political. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The greatest president in my lifetime, she said. I will never run against him. Then she comes over to see me at Mar-a-Lago. Sir, I will never run against you. She brought her husband. Where's her husband? Oh, he's away. He's away. Where, what happened to her husband? What happened to her husband? Where is he? He's gone. He knew. He knew. But no, think of this. Think of this. I will never run against you, sir, but it's all over tape. We've got like 19, ver- the great Dan Scavino. He made 19 versions of it. I will never run against him. Will you run against him? I will never. A little while later, uh, I'd like to announce my candidacy. We don't need people like this. And I'll tell you what, she did a job. She was fine. She was okay. But I didn't put her there because I wanted her there at the United Nations. That was up to me. I wanted to take your lieutenant governor, who's right here, and make him governor. That's what I wanted. Ah, you didn't really want her, but you had to. It's a weird argument for a guy to make like Trump. But it's a weirder argument to ask, where's Nikki Haley's husband? Nikki Haley's husband is deployed. That's where Mr. Haley is. Why in the world would you go down this road?
Well, it's because Trump is all impulse, and this is what he wanted to say. What, is it going to cut into his lead in South Carolina, where he's up by 30 points? Possibly, but not enough to do damage, so whatever. And he'll continue to do these kinds of ridiculous things that will hurt him in a general. But hey, you ain't worried about a general, are you? Because if you were, we could have had DeSantis. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Oh, settle down. How dare you say that about Donald Trump? What, be factual? I got no problem being factual. I'm down with being factual. Let's talk factual. They asked me that question. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. Factuals dictates that Trump did not say... I would encourage Russia to go at countries who didn't pay. I know that's what you think you heard. He's utilizing it as a tactic that he's having with somebody who isn't paying. He's trying to collect. This is a conversation that he has with a guy over the bar stool. Tommy, you got to pay. Paulie, I don't, I don't have the money to pay. Tommy, Tommy. Your place is going to have problems. There's nothing I could do about it, Tommy. There's nothing I was a Paulie. I got, I got confused with Tommy. Tommy's my cousin. Paulie, there's nothing I could do about it. Tommy, you got to protect me if things go bad. Paulie, if you don't pay, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Now, you don't want somebody coming at you, do you? No, nah, who would want somebody coming at me? Well, that's why you got you to gotta pay it. You got to pay. If you don't pay, I mean... I don't know. Who knows what could happen? You have any idea what could happen? I don't even want to have to think about what could happen, Paulie, if you don't pay. Are you telling me everybody who listened to that clip didn't understand the conversation that he was having and how he was having it and the tense he was having it? This was not a conversation about American policy. This was a conversation about getting the guy to write the check. This wasn't a conversation about inviting the Russians to engage in attack. Although, I will agree with you, this is a dopey thing to say at at the rally. But the reason people are attracted to Trump is that this is the kind of conversation that has to happen. These nations figure I don't have to pay if there's an attack. What are they going to do? Not protect me? (laughs) I got him over a barrel. Oh, those Americans, they're so brave and they're so wise. Well, they can do this. We're going to spend the money on whatever woke nonsense or or progressive idea or whatever European thing. I don't know. Bad espresso for everybody. Beats me. Honesty matters. You don't understand that that's the tactic he's using to collect from these bums? We're all crazy. We're all certifiable. If we don't understand, that's it. You don't know how to you don't know how to see the difference in that? The people who don't know how to see the difference in that are children who have zero life experience. They have never been once been outside their bubble. Their mother still to this day cuts the crust off their PB and J. Those are the kinds of people who don't understand the conversation that took place right there. 
honesty matters. And honesty is, is that is, uh, honesty dictates that Trump's conversation about Nikki Haley's husband was flat out dumb. It was ridiculous. And it hurts him in a general. Trump is harder to get elected in a general than ever before when he does things like this. And if you don't want to accept that, just for the sake of, of clarification, I don't give a damn, kitten. You're wrong. And it's time to grow up. And it's time to tell Trump, just focus on winning. You mean I've got Biden literally incapable. Everybody sees that the guy's incapable. He's too old. He's decrepit. He can't, he, he's, he's too far gone to sit on the witness stand, but he's okay to run, run the country? Stop it. And here's Trump stepping on his own stuff, getting in the way might want to tell your boy to stop. As for Nikki Haley's response. Donald Trump had a rally today. And in that rally, he mocked my husband's military service. And I'll say this. Donald, if you have something to say, don't say it behind my back. Get on a debate stage and say it to my face. Donald Trump did not mock your husband's military service, Nikki Haley. You had a chance in this, and that is a blown opportunity. Do you know Donald Trump actually asked where my husband is? Asked where my husband is. Where's Nikki Haley's husband? Does he think that's an attack? This is exactly what I'm talking about. The guy doesn't know that my husband is serving in the U.S. military, serving to protect his ability to look like a damn fool on stage because he doesn't know that? Of course he doesn't know that. Let's talk about what else Donald Trump doesn't know. Now, that would have been easy. Get on a debate stage? Good Lord, Nikki Haley, you're past that. You got to go for a jugular. Missed opportunity from Nikki Haley. Damn foolishness from Donald Trump. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. is the Secretary of Defense, and he was again rushed to the hospital, this time with a bladder issue. This time, everybody knew what was going on. This time, the power was moved to the undersecretary. This time, I believe the White House was notified. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs was notified. Congress was notified. Huh. I guess they do know how to do it. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, First things first. uh, He was in the the hospital last month. It was uh, prostate cancer. and He didn't tell anybody. That's how we know the story. And and I I should have told people. What do you mean you should have told people? You're in the chain of command. You tell the president where you're at. Uh, 
as far as I'm concerned, it was a firing offense, and I am stunned that the man wasn't. But it's the Biden administration. There is real no, really no leadership going on. I want him to be well and healthy. What else would I want for the man? What else would I want for anyone? But I am now asking whether or not we got the full story previously. Now, possibly one could argue that I don't deserve to know. I think that argument works when we're talking about Jim Ursay. I don't think that argument works when we're talking about the Secretary of Defense. Jim Ursay puts out a tweet. I'm on the men's. Thanks for all the support. With all due respect, it was a tweet. It was a post. It wasn't a statement from Jim Ursay. I have no reason to believe that it's not from Ursay, but I don't know how that satisfies uh, cult faithful or or um, sports faithful. I wonder what we're not what we're not being told. But one could argue with me very very easily, Tony. He may be a public figure, but he's entitled to his privacy. You damn well know it. If you were sick, would you have to give every word? I don't think I'm at the level of Jim Irsay. For the for the sake of the record. But maybe you've got a point there. And I and I take that seriously. The Secretary of Defense gets this? Nah. He doesn't. He doesn't. If he wants this, don't be Secretary of Defense. I have no idea if we were told the full story about his health. I want the man to be well. Because why would I not? That seems crazy to me. Sometimes one thing can lead to another thing, and they're actually unrelated at the time, and you only find out ipso facto. I can handle that. But this time we at least knew. So it's a step in the right direction. Now I ask the question, were we actually told everything the first time around? What, am I the only guy asking that question? Okay, just me. I'm fine. I'm used to being on that island. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Morning. Producer Carl asked me if I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl, the... Chiefs 25, the 49ers 22 in overtime. He's like, because I've got good good, good bumper music. I've got football music, bumper music for it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about it. I mean, I mean even, even if he were to play the music right now and put everybody in a world-class football mood, I'd be like, nope, I'm not talking about it. I was going to see if he played it. He didn't. That's fine. Um, there's nothing to say. Game's over. 9,000 shots of Taylor Swift. I can move on now, right? If I have it right, pitchers and catchers report on Wednesday, which has never mattered to me in my life, but yet after this season, okay, I could use the refresher. I could use the pause. There are things that I do not understand. I don't understand how you don't know where Travis Kelsey is on the field. I don't understand how Patrick Mahomes can do uh, can throw the way he does. I don't understand how this can't be stopped. Yet, here we are. So that's the way it is. I have now moved on. Thank you very much. Challenge the squad. 
You have heard me discussing this. And there are people now doing it. And I am down with this and very supportive. Corey Bush is a bigot out of St. Louis. You want to talk about a racial extremist. By the way, I think I might be the first person to use that term. I feel good about it. You don't like her, it's because you're a racist. You disagree with her, it's because you're a racist. You actually think capitalism has value, it's because you're smart. Also a racist. She is down by 22 points, according to some polling, to a Democratic rival in her primary. This is extremely important. There are great opportunities to take on the squad and their acolytes and win. But it might not be at the first with a Republican or maybe at all. You have to deal with what you deal with. And what you want is somebody who who isn't a bigot, who isn't an anti-Semite, who doesn't believe in supporting Iran and wiping countries off the map. This is the story of Indianapolis, is it not? I can't get Indianapolis to figure out how to vote in its best interest in terms of vote for a conservative, vote for a Republican. It's better policies. Oh, no, no, that's racist. (sighs) How about this? Because that's just insane. How about we just vote for a Democrat who doesn't hate Jews? Let's not vote for Andre Carson. Let's vote for someone else. Let's vote for another Democrat who simply doesn't think that Israel should be wiped off the map. Could we try that? Could we vote for an actual Democrat who might agree with you and disagree with me about abortion, might agree with you and disagree with me about spending, but doesn't think that communism has a value? Could we do that? Take the victories you can take and give people options. Who said that they like Andre Carson? Maybe they'd be happier if they had an option that was more normal but still aligned with some of their priorities. That's where we'll have the fight. Okay, by me. But could we just not have a fight about this stuff? We have to vote for the grandson? That bigot? That bigot supporter? What? Why can't I say these words? You know they're factual. We all do. Indianapolis knows. What? There's going to be some article in some newspaper somewhere saying that this isn't true? He supports Louis Farrakhan. He supports Rashida Tlaib. The man is a bigot. He is what he is. So let Indianapolis have an option. Maybe one day they'll get to the conservative option. Certainly not necessarily the Republican option. I can understand that. But give them a Democrat option that isn't just, you know, awful. That's all. It's real simple to do. And in many places, it's working. It's having an effect. And this is everything that you want to see. Corey Bush, gone. Andre Carson, gone. Jamal Bowman, gone. Ocasio-Cortez, gone. Ilhan Omar, gone. Now, you'll notice I didn't say Rashida Tlaib. 
I didn't say Rashida Tlaib because I don't believe that you could win against her in a primary. So you'll deal with that last. Take uh, the, the, the easier wins and the earlier wins and isolate her. Let the world see what a bigot she is. Then we can ask her constituents why they vote for such a person. And keep applying pressure day and night. It doesn't matter what name they call you. Who cares? Just keep playing her words and be like, oh, you explain this. Why do you vote for her? And keep that pressure campaign up and going and see if it's successful. If anything, you've already isolated her because you got rid of the real radicals in the House, these despicable people. And by the way, we should do this stuff in the Senate. This is the thing to do. So we're already seeing it works. Now, hopefully, we can get it to work more often. That's, that is the plan. We're getting ready for All-Star Weekend. That is coming. Uh, I know, there, there are parties going on. Uh, people are trying to get uh, reservations. You've got a restaurant that still has tables available All-Star Weekend. Who are you? Where are you? Let me know. Let's get you filled up. Look, for all the issues of Indianapolis, and there are many, and this is a failed leadership in, 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 in the city when it comes to elected officials. But holy cow, do we know how to put on a party. And the people who've been organizing this and preparing for this stuff, they've got it looking good. And I want them to have the best weekend possible. I want to maximize every dollar opportunity, maximize every safety opportunity. I want it all to work. So you got a place downtown. You're looking for people to be there on a Friday night, Saturday night, or Sunday, or during the day. you got parties going on. You still have tickets for sale. Let us know. Let us know. We'll talk about it right now. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Forces have rescued two hostages. The Palestinians, which is to say Gaza Health Ministry, which is to say Hamas, a terrorist organization, say that 67 Palestinians were killed. But there's no believing them. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. You mean people who can't provide running water? People who send out missiles that hit their own hospitals have the ability to, down to the person, track how many people have been killed. They claim 28,176 Palestinians, 47% minors, that's who have been killed in this war. Why would anybody believe their numbers? Do you know how much of a fool you have to be to believe their numbers? Well, you have to be an elected official to believe their numbers. People actually upset, bothered that Israel went about trying to rescue its people. Netanyahu's far-right government, this, that, and the other. Jamal Bowman's all upset. 
Man, these elected officials supporting Hamas never stops being disgusting. Whether it's congressional, whether it's our city county council in Indianapolis, supporting Hamas openly, actively, just know, know who they are. The same people who don't want you to be able to drive your car on the east side are the same people supporting Hamas. That's a very interesting bit of connection there. I don't know how it works. You'll have to ask them. That would be me. Jefferson Shreve is running for Congress in the 6th District. I I have no idea. He, he, he did not reach out to me. He did not reach out to me. I did not know this was coming. I don't know why he would make this decision to do so. He ran for mayor. It did not go well. Look, it's Indianapolis. I, I, I get the point. But to run for Congress in the 6th? I mean, he's got the money to move everybody else out. You win the primary, you're going to win. But I, I do not know where his what his take is here. And I don't know where the people of the 6th are in taking a look at Jefferson Shreve as as a candidate. Then again, I I could also say the same thing about the other candidates who have declared in that district. Now, we're getting ready over the course of the next few weeks. I'm going to be doing one-on-one sit-downs with all the gubernatorial candidates. We've got everybody booked. Braun, Chambers, Crouch, Doden, Hill, Rittenauer. We've got them. We've got them booked. We're going to do the sit-downs. What questions do you have for the Republican gubernatorial candidates? By the way, I believe we have reached out uh, to, to the Democrats and to the Libertarians as well. I believe we have. The candidates are at least willing to sit down. We actually reached out to, uh, to one of the, the, the state senators. It, it, we We did. We, we reached out about uh, a certain piece of legislation and said, hey, we want to we wanna know more about this. Specifically, we wanted to know more about FF, FSSA uh, funding. We want to understand how, you know, this idea that, hey, we've got a billion dollar shortfall. Well, it's a it's, it's billion dollars, uh, not in actual money. It's about budgeting conversation so it's not actual like a billion missing dollars and we hey we wanted to talk about this they wouldn't come on well tony it's because you're just a partisan oh okay that's great who will you go on with who will you talk to how do you not have this conversation i have never in my life witnessed this whether it's uh, i have more democrats willing to come on (laughs) from the General Assembly than Republicans because this was a Republican that we asked. You won't come on? It's, it is ridiculous. But at least the candidates are willing. Well, I guess they got to get elected. They got to deal with it. So we have got all of them. And we'll be releasing that soon. What questions do you have for the can- for all of them, for specific candidates? Let me know. Let me know on X at Tony Katz or Tony at TonyKatz.com. What question do you have for the Republican gubernatorial candidates? You tell me, and I will ask. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You know that it would be untrue just to give you one more thing to think about, maybe keep you up at night, because you don't have enough. How could you possibly have enough to worry about and concern yourself with? Well, you need, look, you got to, you know, always, always be able to be, you know, bobbing and weaving. That's it. So I bring to you Alaska pox. I'm sorry. Alaska pox. That's right. No, nah, that's a, that's a thing. O M G! Are you kidding me right now? No, no, I'm I'm not I'm not kidding you right now at all. <laughs> Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. This from the state of Alaska. Their Department of Health man dying in January from complications due to a viral infection of something called Alaska pox. This has been discovered years ago in a woman, almost a decade ago. Now, there were other issues that this man had. It is um, humans with pets could be at greater risk of infection. No one thinks that this is the end of days. There was also a conversation about, is, is, is it, is it uh, the plague is back? Um, something that... that, that happened i forget where it was I'll, I'll find that story but this this is um the possibility that uh this guy got it from uh his pet cat one of whom was a stray i don't know what to tell you weird things are afoot alaska pox you know like smallpox or chicken pox alaska pox just to give you something else to think about. That's what we do here. Just want to instill all the fear humanly possible. The popcorn moment. Let's do the thing. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more sponsorships now available before the Super Bowl. Where the Chiefs beat the 49ers 25-22 in overtime. I, I didn't even watch overtime. I said, okay, I'm going to bed now. That's, I, people were like, oh, what a game. I, I yeah. I mean, I, I have no problem with people watching. Oh, why would you watch that stuff? Uh, learn how to have some joy in your life for the love of God. But at that moment, I was like, okay, I've seen this story. I'm done here. Eh. And I moved on. And I moved on and then woke up. It was like, oh, okay, the Chiefs won. And I, that was it. Oh, look, there's Taylor Swift. And I didn't care. And that, for me, it was, it was the end. The ones I saw over time, I was like, okay, done here. Before the, the Super Bowl, Joe Biden decided to speak to America. He is sitting in what looks like a theater. Like somehow they revived the set from Siskel and Ebert. I saw that as a as a post on X. I'm like, that's a good line. That's a good line right there. And what's he talking about? 
He's talking about the fact that the ice cream containers have gotten smaller. That's his whole conversation. You think I'm making this up? I couldn't. The Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. This is a video made by the White House. Lord only, somebody noted uh, how many cuts it had in different camera angles, because there's no way he did this in one take. It's Joe Biden. The man has no idea he made the video. Such an anti-business video. No conversation of inflation, no conversation of his economic policies, no conversation of his spending. It's that businesses are the enemy. The guy's a jerk. And the White House hates you, entrepreneurs. It hates you, business owners. How many more ways do you need to say it? Look, shrinkflation is real and it stinks. We have all noted that ice cream isn't the same size. A half gallon is no longer a half gallon. We have all noticed that a bag of chips has more air in it. We've all seen the price of eggs as well. Now, a dozen eggs is still a dozen eggs. But the price has gone up. I used to be able to buy 18 eggs for the price of a dozen eggs. That kind of thing. No, he doesn't talk about himself. He doesn't talk about his policies. He doesn't talk about what he's working on. It's just those terrible, wait, what's the term they use? Greedy businesses? First of all, there's no such thing as greed. I'm willing to have that conversation anywhere. Secondly, this is hate. It's just pure, unadulterated hate. That's what the White House has for you business owners. He he hates you. They hate you. They will hurt you any chance they get because they have decided it doesn't matter what they do. You're guilty. You're the problem. These people are awful. Meanwhile, we here at Tony Katz in the Morning News, that's the name of the program. I'm Tony Katz. Good to be with you. We want to see Indianapolis do wonderfully this weekend. All-star weekend. There are things going on, uh, and, and people are still trying to get reservations. It's like, oh, kitten. Oh, kitten. They, uh, if, if that restaurant isn't already full up with reservations, they're rented out. Do you have any idea how much money is getting spent in Indianapolis? It's a tremendous amount. But if you have a place... Whether it's a hotel, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a bar, cigar lounge, whatever the case may be, and you've got openings, let us know. We'll share it. We will share it right here. Who's Where, where is there still an opportunity? What is still available for All-Star Weekend? Because as I'm hearing it, not much. Not much. 
whole restaurants taken up, uh, places rented out for the whole weekend. Oh, yeah. Cash is being spent, Kitten. Maybe you're going to some of those parties. Let me know. But uh, but reach out on X at Tony Katz or Tony at TonyKatz.com. What's your place? What what deals do you have? Let's let everybody know. Some people might still be looking, and maybe you're going to fit the bill. Happy to help. Absolutely happy to help. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's wrong to grow your own food. The story was that if you're growing your own food, what happens is, is that it's it's putting a lot of CO2 in into the world. And that's, uh, of course, a no-no. You can't do that. So what's better is that you don't grow your own food. This was a story that came out a couple weeks ago. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC, good morning. I was convinced I talked about it. Producer Carl wasn't sure. Um, the carbon footprint of homegrown food states that you're, you'll put five times the amount of CO2 into, uh, into the world. And so what? You doing it five times greater than produce from conventional agriculture practices. So therefore, the food has to come from the approved source. Listen to me carefully. You want to grow a garden, grow a garden. You want to grow tomatoes, grow tomatoes. It doesn't matter. If you listen to these people, you're out of your mind. These people cannot and should not ever be trusted you can't grow your own food you can only get it from us you can't even look things up to see whether you agree or disagree with news you can only get it from us you shouldn't even be allowed to have coffee stop listening to these people these people they they hate themselves never mind just you oh and then as for of course you know a steak. Cooking a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate, cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak. Meatless Monday. As we know, the Indianapolis City County Council was hating you before it was cool. Oh, you can't have meat on a Monday about the environment or social justice, whatever it is they're, they're talking about any time, anywhere. You know what we say here at Tony Katz in the morning news? <laughs> have yourself some meat on a Monday. Don't be crazy. Of course you should have some meat on a Monday. Now, we have got All-Star Weekend coming, and that's why we want to know from all the, all the places that still actually have space, we want to know where should people go 
for All-Star Weekend. Where should they go for Meatless Monday? We, we want to send them. We want to send them to all the good places. Right right across from Gamebridge Fieldhouse is Pier 48, Fish House, and Oyster Bar. You got to know. I mean, that whole hotel, I'm assuming, is nothing but NBA staff, Pacer staff. That's it. All the, all the bigwigs are staying at the Conrad, of course. But that, that hotel has got to be full. If Pier 48 has a table, I'd be stunned. Stunned. And I, I, I won't even question whether St. Elmo's has a table. Who's, who's kidding who? If St. Elmo's has a table, I expect Craig Hughes to call right now and say, actually, Tony, we have one table left solely for a Tony Katz uh, listener. That's, that's what I would expect. Let's see. Let's see if we get uh, the call. Uh, right across uh, from uh, the, the uh, field house is also Gallery Pastry Bar. Uh, that's a that's a good spot. Then you got Prime Forty Seven just up the road. I got to assume, not a table, not a table. By the way, I'm being asked a question: Who's going to make more money this weekend? The bars, the restaurants, or the tire repair shops? That's that's a pothole joke. That is well done, there. Um, that is well well done. You know they've been filling the potholes like crazy, right? Producer Carl drove in this morning. He's like, yeah, it's nuts. They're, they're, they're filled everywhere. Well, not everywhere. Downtown where, you know, they can make it look good. I don't know about the east side. But then again, they don't want you driving cars there anyway. So I don't know what to tell them. Um, yeah, uh, they, they made the claim that the weather was nice. So it was easy to do the, the hot patch. Um, and, and look, as long as they're getting it done, I'm, I'm overjoyed. I'm, I'm happy for people, uh, who don't have to go through what I went through in having two bent rims Two. yes, I'm going to send the bill. We'll, we'll track it. We'll see what happens. I'm sending Indianapolis the bill. Joe Hogsett, look for it. Look for, I, I know you have so many of them because of, of the poor road conditions that, that you have allowed over the years. And yes, I'm putting it on you. Uh, what am I supposed to put it on? Well, Tony, the weather, with all due respect, you know what the weather is. What is the plan to address it? You have none. That's obvious. It's obvious. And somehow the people of Indianapolis keep voting for you. So I guess not having a plan works. Uh, so uh, they have been filling. Because, of course, of the All-Star Game, and maybe indeed because of the weather, uh, it's just like how you won't see any homeless this weekend, I assume. You won't see it. No, 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 everybody will be moved out. Gone. They'll all be uh, disappeared. It'll, it'll be like Xi Jinping was in charge of Indianapolis for a weekend. Meanwhile, if you are a restaurant... And you have space available. We want to hear it and we want to advertise it. We want to share. We want you full up. Sandwich place, pizza place, doesn't matter what kind of place. You've got a space. You let us know. We'll get you filled. We will get you. You got a party going on? We want to get it filled. We want people having a great time, spending their money and being safe. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
White House? Jonathan, I, I don't know what the White House will or won't disclose, but here's what I know yeah. of the president I work with and alongside whom I serve. When I came back from the Middle East with a bipartisan group of 10 senators, we went to Egypt, Saudi Arabia and Israel. I thought the president might have us over to the White House for 15, 20 minutes. He had us in at seven o'clock at night. We sat down with his national security team and for two and a half hours, he went around the table and asked for our insights and our input. And then he led a masterful conversation about the challenges to our security, the pathway to peace, the difficulties with Iran and with its proxies. And as we walked out two and a half hours later from the White House, I turned to one of my Republican colleagues who is not publicly a big fan of the president. And I said, what did you think? And he said, that's incredible. This is a man who is sharp, who is on top of his game, who knows what's going on in the Middle East and around the world. No one believes you, Senator Coons. No one. No one believes you. But we're not supposed to believe Robert Hur, H-U-R is the last name, the special counsel who referred to the fact that Joe Biden willfully took classified documents willfully kept them and is an elderly man with a poor memory who it would be it wouldn't make sense to bring charges to because on the stand he would he would basically crumble he'd be too much of a sympathetic character but i'm supposed to believe that when you had the conversation he was fit as a fiddle i don't believe it tony katz 93 wibc good morning good to be with you uh, let, let's let's be clear. Even 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 if I did believe it, just for the sake of the conversation, even if I did believe it, that was then and this is now. I don't care if it was two months ago. We're here now, and everybody can see the problem, and the problem is massive. Jill Biden, the first lady. Oh, I'm sorry, Doctor Jill Biden, is screaming and yelling. I hope you can imagine how it felt to read that attack, not just as Joe's wife, but as Bo's mother. I don't know what the special counsel was trying to, to achieve. We should give everyone grace, and I can't imagine someone would try to use our son's death to score political points. No one did that. You really are awful. He was describing the fact that the president, your husband, could not remember within years when his son passed away. No one was trying to score a political point. It was a discussion of how bad Joe Biden's memory is. How about you stop abusing him? Your tears are not legit about your son, sure, about the special counsel report. Get bent. You think the issue here is the special counsel? We think it's the president. He's not up to it. And what is it? Well, name it. He's just not. This is abusive what's happening here. And of course, the 25th Amendment should have already been invoked. And of course, he's not going to be the nominee. Thankfully, we've got more and more people now uh, understanding what we've been talking about for months. That brings us to Hillary Clinton. Oh, God! Hillary Clinton referring to Joe Biden's age as a legitimate issue. How old is Hillary? Can you check that, Carl? How old 
is Hillary Clinton? Because uh, she thinks, does she, wait, does she think that she can convince the party that Joe's not ready, you need me? Clinton is 60, uh, 76. 76. Yep. So she's a year younger than Trump. Okay. Is, is this really an argument that the Democratic Party could make? Hillary is the answer. <laughs> There's just no way. I know some people are saying, oh, she's running. Oh, she wants. Oh, I'm, I have no doubt that she wants it. I am saying there is absolutely no way this party is moving to Hillary. There's I'm putting down my marker. No way. Right? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It certainly is a crisis, and well, we don't bear responsibility for a broken system, and we're doing a tremendous amount within that broken system. But fundamentally, fundamentally, Congress is the only one who can fix it. That's the Secretary of Homeland Security who should have been impeached. Alejandro Mayorkas, take no responsibility. But maybe I should be impressed that he actually referred to the border as a crisis. This leads into the conversation of Congressman Mike Gallagher out of Wisconsin who has decided not to run for re-election. Gallagher was one of the members of Congress who voted against impeachment. It's going to come back. And Mayorkas has done a terrible job. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Well, they're going after Mayorkas because they're not going after Biden because they want to go after Biden. Oh, Biden's got to go too, but for different reasons. Oh, no, wait. Maybe it's the same. Maybe it's the same reason. It's a total inability to do the job. Diminished capacity and all that jazz. But we're not so much better off because Gallagher is stepping away. Gallagher has a better scorecard in terms of conservative votes than Elise Stefanik. We never ask ourselves what these things mean. All we get is some populist screaming about how so-and-so has to go, as opposed to so-and-so being wrong. One vote is not the end. Now, you see a couple of them, okay, someone's got to go. I get it. I don't mind somebody going. I'm not Mitch McConnell. Everybody gets to stick around as long as uh, I like them for forever. No, no, no. Mitch McConnell's got to go, too. But I hope you have somebody to run in that race. I hope you have somebody to run in that race in Wisconsin where Trump is not actually beating Biden. Nikki Haley beats Biden in a head-to-head, not Trump. What, Trump's ahead by a point? Nikki's ahead by 15. So, you know, you better figure it out. You better figure out what your plan is. What happens if you don't win the White House? What about the Senate? What about the House of Representatives? 
Is, that, is, is there a plan to keep those things? Because I think there should be a plan to keep those things. And right now, I have not seen from the Trump supporter that they have anything remotely close to a plan. And they're going to yell at me. It's the same claptrap every single day. And just like getting rid of uh, Kevin McCarthy, I'd like a plan. Have a plan. That's all I'm asking for. I'm a simple guy. You're going to run solely on Trump great? I think you got to run on other things, especially for House. Because uh, the people in that district may have other thoughts in their head. Like, how do they feed their kids? What's going to happen with trade and therefore their job? What are you going to do about this inflation? You might want to address those subjects. And you might want to have candidates who can actually win run. Now, you say to me, what, Democrats don't care about candidate quality? I hear you, man. Now, we can talk about how unfair it is, or we can win. You, you, you take your time. You figure it out. You figure out which one you want to do. You figure out if you just want to be a guy bitching on a bar stool, or whether you want to win. By the way, you think that I'm just going after Trump supporters? Oh, no, 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 no. This is for the Republican Party. What do you want to do? Complain? Or win. You don't win by people who have had solid votes for the vast majority of their career saying, I'm out. And certainly you don't win if you don't have worthy replacements. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. The people in Andy Moore Ford are ready for you. Your next car, your next truck, your next electric vehicle, your next service vehicle. It's all from Andy Moore Ford. And with Ford pickup and delivery. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The All-Star Game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Whether you're into basketball or not into basketball is an inconsequential thing here. What matters here is that what it's going to mean for Indianapolis and really for Indiana. It's this three-day infomercial is the best way to describe it. And everybody across the state has a chance to benefit from it. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter, which is X at IIB. Uh, this, this, this is it. All the work and, and the delays and everything else comes down to this coming weekend, and it means big, big dollars for the state. Uh, yeah, it does, Tony. Uh, a lot of potatoes, as Matt would say, uh, right. for the local economy. Uh, but three hundred and twenty million dollars is the um, is the estimated economic impact of the All Star Game. And you mentioned the delay. Uh, folks may remember it was twenty seventeen when uh, Indianapolis once again doing what it does best and creating unique. Uh, experiences. Larry Bird drove an Indy car through the streets of Manhattan to deliver the bid for the NBA All-Star Game to the NBA headquarters. That was for the 2021 game. Of course, the pandemic meant that was uh, uh, delayed uh, until now. And after all these years, it's finally here. But what it means for the city is not just, hey, the bars are going to be full for a couple of nights. The restaurants are going to be full for uh, a couple of nights. I assume this host committee and, and, and those people who really do create the growth, 
see this as exactly as I described it. This is an infomercial for Indiana and gets people to recognize that we're here. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, I think that's a good way to describe it, Tony, an infomercial, because this uh, is uh, uh, really putting the Indianapolis and the Indiana message out on the global stage. Uh, TNT has the broadcast rights for the game in the United States, but the, uh, the, the, the broadcast is going to more than 200 com- uh, countries, 200 countries and territories, 50 languages, They'll see Indianapolis uh, all spruced up and, and ready to go this weekend. So it's a great opportunity there. The other piece, and I mentioned Indiana, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation uh, is taking note of the fact that there are some 50 major corporations, uh, AT&T, Nike, Google, uh, who will all be here uh, in town, as well as site selection consultants, those people who go around the country for on behalf of companies and organizations looking for property, looking for places to invest. So this is an opportunity for the IEDC to get in the game and, and, and entertain and uh, expose some of these people who perhaps have never been here before uh, to what Indianapolis and Indiana are all about. Talking to Gary Dick from Inside India. InsideIndianaBusiness.com on the X at IIB. Uh, there are some other stories uh, going on, and certainly uh, this this is is one of the big ones. I think that within this story about the All-Star Game is that this was originally scheduled for 2021. I am actually wearing, mm-hmm. I had gotten access to one of the zip-ups they had. It was, uh, it says, all NBA All-Star 2021 Indianapolis. Like, I've got one of those. Wearing it uh, as as we speak, I was a little chilly, people. That's right, a little chilly in the downstairs studio. And people forget that this was when the All Star Game was supposed to happen. But in the three years that have taken place, because it got canceled because of COVID, what ends up happening is that Indianapolis gets a much better bite of of, of the apple. They have a much better showing yeah. going on. Uh, describe the differences between twenty twenty one and today. Well, they're stark, and and I think uh, it's appropriate to bring it up because, uh, you know, you flash back uh, to that period of time. It was very challenging for Indianapolis, in particular downtown Indianapolis, and communities around the the country as well. Uh, Today, a much different story, and I think part of the story, Tony, that will be told this week as well as folks go out and speak with corporations and other types of folks trying to drum up business is the billions of dollars in projects that are now underway in downtown Indy, including the 300 plus million dollar makeover of Gainbridge Fieldhouse, which is going to be on full display. Uh, what's planned for Circle Center, the Indy 11 uh, stadium and that development, uh, Elanco, uh, multi-billion dollars of investment happening in downtown Indy. So a lot will be going on. I'm actually on my way to Gainbridge now, going to be speaking with uh, Pacers co-owner Steve Simon, uh, uh, who uh, uh, has some definite thoughts about where the franchise is, where he wants it to go as well, uh, looking forward. That will be on the show this week. And part of that uh, picture that I know the Pacers are very uh, intentional about is engaging, helping you engage downtown Indianapolis investment projects and those types of things. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on the X at IIB. Let's get into some other things going on in Indianapolis, particularly a conversation regarding scandal. Uh, we have seen over there at Newfields 
the release of, of Dr. Burnett as CEO, the resignation of members, trustees, uh, et cetera, questions about financial impropriety, and there has been no response from uh, the board chair, Darianne Christian. You have the uh, a, a board member there from, from a, a bank, late, I think it's like Citibank, being put up as the interim uh, CEO. Questions of how could you get rid of a black CEO and replace them with a black woman, get rid, replace them with a white man? That's not my conversation. That's conversations that led to the removal of Venable going back uh, a couple years ago as the then CEO. So you've got this this weird story there that has never gotten an answer that has satisfied the artist community or or anybody else. Now you have Gil Perry. You have the story over there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Uh, he, will no, he is no longer president of uh, IU Health uh, Hospital, a spokesperson confirming uh, that he left the organization. I'm not saying that people don't leave organizations. He was there for... For almost three years, I'm asking a question. Is this is this seen by many as just, well, that's quick, that's odd. What is going on here? Not that the two things were related. It's just yet another example of somebody heading out, and you don't know why it happened. And, and examples, I think, Tony, of um, communication strategies that perhaps uh, are, are a bit challenged. Uh, you mentioned initially uh, the uh, the Newfield situation. I know my colleague David Linquist at uh, at IBJ has been covering that story extensively, and he and I know others have been a bit frustrated at the lack of information coming out uh, surrounding uh, the departure uh, uh, there at Newfields, which of course is an institution very important to the uh, the city of Indianapolis, the state of Indiana. As you look at the arts and culture, cultural scene, uh, and similarly, and again, IBJ broke the story last uh, last night on the uh, the IU Health uh, departure. Uh, just saying they're not going to comment on personnel issues, so it creates an air of. Um, uncertainty of, of questions. It kind of creates more questions about exactly what's happened. And uh, I think we're all kind of in the same, in the same boat, uh, wondering what's behind the, the moves. Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, on the Twitter X at IIB. I appreciate you taking the time. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m. WIBC and WIBC.com. Dow futures down 42. NASDAQ futures up 7. And, of course, the conversation over the next few days will be what commercials worked, for the Super Bowl, what ones did not, and uh, who got their money's worth? Uh, everyone talking about Dunkin' Donuts and the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, J-Lo, uh, Post Malone commercial. They're actually selling those tracksuits. If you watched the game and you saw that Ben Affleck and them were in the tracksuit, the, the, the Dunkings tracksuit, those are supposedly going on sale today. At noon, at Duncan. So I don't know if you go to the website or 
or what you do, but that that is the rumor that you can actually purchase those if that's something that you want to wear. I thought the best commercial was the Michael Sarah one in the in the in the what was that like a face cream CeraVe? I thought that one was very smart. Then again, uh, I guess it depends on how many people remember Michael Sarah and what group you were going for using him in the ad. You've got Robert Kennedy Jr. apologizing for the ad that played that was advertising him for president. I guess he didn't put that out. That's how I saw the story that he's apologizing for it. The ad was excellent. Now, maybe you just got to be a political freak to be in to be down with it. But it took an ad that I didn't know if it was from his his father's presidential run or his uncle's presidential run. And instead of pictures of of Robert Kennedy or 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 uh, or uh, John F. Kennedy, it was um, it was pictures of Robert Kennedy Jr. But it was in the old school 60s style. It was great. I thought I thought it was great. The argument is, well, who is this really appealing to? I mean, people don't remember this kind of, of advertisement. What if it appeals to baby boomer Democrats who now realize that maybe there is a choice that doesn't have to be a guy like Biden who doesn't remember where he is? What if that's the appeal? All I know is they spent $7 million and people are talking about it. This the, the ad time costs $7 million. I just don't know if it's going to provide them a value. But as an ad, I thought it was, it was very cool. It actually did hit uh, with me. Uh, I appreciated the ad from, from Robert Kraft uh, about, uh, about anti-Semitism, the owner of the, uh, of the New England Patriots. Putting together that uh, ad campaign, greatly appreciated that. I didn't think it was a bad uh, day for ads. As for the the halftime show, upon reflection, um, I don't know what to make of Usher. Uh, That I got to see Ludacris, that that was great. Um, Alicia Keys made some people happy. Roller skates. All right, so li- listen, Starlight Express. I love roller skates. Not for Usher. Not for, not for Usher. Um, someone had made the point that if you're going to be utilizing the the Super Bowl as some level of a, of, of a comeback thing, you got to at least be on par with Bruno Mars. And I didn't know Bruno Mars needed any level of comeback. But Bruno Mars, I think, is sensational. I don't know where this ranks. I think so, I think people dug the nostalgia of the thing. The thing itself, I thought it was entertaining at the time. I then went back over and I was like, well, roller skates. I don't, I don't, it ain't Prince. Prince did not need roller skates. Just saying what is. No, too soon? Too soon? All right, fine. Fine, we'll leave it there. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning.
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Lloyd Austin has been hospitalized at Walter Reed for a bladder issue. At about 5 p.m. yesterday, he transferred the functions and duties of his office to his deputy secretary, Kathleen Hicks. The White House, Congress and the Joint Chiefs were notified of this issue. So finally, they figured out how to let people know when the secretary of defense is not well. Um, the, the, the issue here is that the secretary of defense is not well. This is the second time in a hospital in as many months. And while I uh, I, I, I want him to be healthy, I, I would have no other desire for the man. Uh, we should be clear that he's not. And I now am asking, were we given the full story then? Were we given the full story when he was ill the first time? Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. And if you say to me, I don't have a right to know, uh, yeah, I do. We all do. We all do. That's that's the point. That's the, 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 the point. We absolutely, absolutely need to know what's going on with our, with, cabinet officials, people who are responsible for our safety and security. Certainly. And and to say otherwise is, I think, super weird. Super duper weird. Meanwhile, the border continues to be the top issue in America. And, of course, the answer is you should be taking illegal immigrants into your home. And, um... Wellesley, Brookline, you know, cities and towns that have so much more resources um, than the city of Boston. Boston City Councilwoman Julia Mejia thinks more migrants can be placed outside of Boston. I think everybody needs to start opening up their doors because this is a shared responsibility. Controversy over the placement of surging immigrants comes as a new report links immigrants who settle in Massachusetts to economic benefits for the region. Oh, oh, so this is a win. Well, best of luck figuring it out. I just like the fact that she noticed that this is everybody's issue because it is everybody's issue. It's not just an issue for the state of Texas. Meanwhile, Senator Chris Murphy, beta male, Connecticut, doing exactly what he does. Should there be more strings attached to this aid package you're about to vote on? So... The president does believe deeply in the importance of preserving life inside Gaza and has continually pressed for more humanitarian aid to get into Gaza. There would not nearly be the number of shipments coming in today if this president wasn't pushing hard for change. Um, but yes, there are many of us who believe that it is very important for us to make clear with this aid package that if Israel is going to use these dollars to perpetuate this campaign inside Gaza, it has to be done in a way with less civilian life uh, being lost. I think that's important to members of Congress. I know that's important to this administration. 
and they're going to speak more about that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. If Israel is going to use these dollars to perpetuate this campaign inside Gaza, you mean the destruction of Hamas? You mean the destruction of, of Hamas? That's what you mean, right? I think you will clearly hear the president. My guess is that Mm -hmm. based upon what the president said last week, that you're going to hear the president continue to stand up for a campaign that defeats Hamas, but is done in a way that is much more respectful of civilian life. Well, I think if you really want to respect civilian life, you'd be calling on Hamas to surrender. And all of your allies there in Congress, you know, the progressives, uh, the Jew haters, they should be calling on Hamas to surrender. And then you'd be going to college campuses and saying that they should be pressing Hamas uh, to surrender and pressing Iran not to fund terrorism. This this would be the natural progression of things. But no, that's not what that's not what we get. Instead, we get the New York Times. Palestinians in Rafah described night full of horror during Israeli hostage rescue. If you quote the Gazan Health Ministry, that says at least sixty-seven people have been killed in the Israeli strikes overnight in Rafah. They lie. It's Hamas. Hamas can't figure out how to get running water. They know exactly how many people are dead at any one second. You believe these numbers? Are you insane? Meanwhile, Israel did engage in a a raid uh, that rescued two uh, Israelis. And I'm assuming they're going to do it again. You know how this stops? Hamas gives up the hostages. Return the hostages. Now, I think that uh, a fair amount of it stops, but Hamas still has to be destroyed. I think people think, well, if Hamas just gave up the hostages, this would all be over. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. I, th- I think that Hamas has to be destroyed. And I think that that's where Israel is. And I only hope that that's the case. I only hope that that is the case. But still, no push at all. None to get Hamas, a terrorist organization, to, to, to put an end to this. To put an end to this. Uh, two other things uh, to get to. First, uh, I don't know what you want me to say about the Super Bowl. The Chiefs win 25-22 to 22 in overtime, and I'm like, okay, three in five years. There it is. <sighs> Went from uh, Tom Brady boring to Patrick Mahomes boring. That's all. You want to see it shaken up and... I can't get these people to stop Mahomes. I can't get them to stop Travis Kelsey. Okay, well, you figure it out. Uh, All I know is is that baseball uh, pitchers and catchers report in two days. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, good. Good baseball's here. I don't know what's happened to me. And then, uh, Dan, uh, I've gotten this report numerous places. People who listen on the app, on listen to WIBC.com, whenever we start the popcorn moment, it cuts to commercial. I have no idea why. No clue as to why that is happening. But I've, I've, I've reported about it. I've discussed it with people. There's something about the sound effect we use for the popcorn moment that I, I think triggers something, fires something on the stream. It's, it's so weird. It happens every time. So what else? Remind me tomorrow, Producer Carl. Tomorrow we'll do the popcorn moment, but we will not use the sound effect. And we'll see whether or not the people who listen to the stream, because they're listening all across the country. I mean, it's it's super it's super fascinating how much the show has grown in that way. Uh, we'll we'll see if it happens to them. So I hear you, Dan. I'm on it. 
I'll do what I can for you. And hopefully, hopefully all will be good. Kendall and Casey are up next. Matt Bear has traffic. What's going on, Matthew?